Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. God bless you guys. God bless the world, buddy. Let's go racing. This is the Loud Pedal Podcast. A very diverse cast of automobile racing characters. With your host, NBC Sports Television Analyst and part-time midget racer, it's D. Welch and Mr. Dylan Welch. Yeah, you damn right I got that out there. All that stupid-ass flagman. They got a dumb-ass flagman they can't see. And an expert in only one category, food. Yeah, look how big those things are. Little meat on the bone there. And cooked perfect. Well, sometimes racing, but mostly food. When you're talking a, a meal, like before I'm about to die, I will ask for 15 to 20 chicken. It's heavy lunch, Tyler Burnett. We welcome you into episode 76 of the Loud Pedal Podcast. Are we are we at 76 already? Brandon Overton? That's Frank Manafort. Yeah. Good caller, Dylan. Frank Manafort, yeah. That was well, Jason McDougal drove that car. Brady Bacon drove that car. The 76 EM. Yeah. Uh, this is the Loud Pedal Podcast on Flow Racing. We're brought to you by Quick Pits and QuickPits.com and also our friends over at Dirt Draft. I, I, we're having Blake Anderson on the show today, uh, the voice of the Tezos All-Star Circuit of Champions. Uh, cool name. I know, um, you know, it's a great partnership with Flow and and – uh, we had Tyler Courtney on. He was making jokes about some of the awards that they might get, uh, you know, victory lane or, or potentially, you know, get some, get some cyber money or whatever, you know, uh, <laughs> what is it? What is it called? Crypto. Crypto. I need the Tezos to go up. It's, it's down to three Oh three a coin. Oh man. Already he's got his money in the, in the Tezos game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Blake might be able to help us out with our dirt draft team today. Even though he's not allowed to play because he's too close, you know, to the, I'll to the play fire occasionally. There. I to play the... occasionally. See if you can beat me. Get people under draft. Yeah, it's not really money exchange. I guess it's kind of cool. Yeah. I know at NASCAR when I worked there, we had to sign a contract. Like, you can't play draft kings or whatever. I don't have any inside information. I can tell you that much. I give away every ounce of info I have. So, <laughs> try to keep these fans informed. But a rain out uh, on the, the first week of the all-star circuit of champions spring race, a uh, spring opener at Attica. We now move to this weekend. We are recording this on April 12th. Uh, you guys are racing this Friday and Saturday, right? Uh, to open the season, the point season at Attica. 
Yes, we'll have the Attica Corn Main Spring Nationals, a historical race for the All-Stars. I mean, we've been going to the Spring Nationals for 20 years now or so. I think uh, even I've got some press releases right here from 2002, and we were at the Attica the Spring Nationals in 2002, or the Coors Light Spring Nationals back then. But uh, Attica is a place that has a lot of history with the All-Stars. We've been there, I think, 136 times. It's the second most visited track in All-Stars history, second or third. So. It's exciting. It's kind of one of the staples of Northwest Ohio sprint car racing. And hard to believe we're in mid-April now and Attica hasn't raced. I think they've had four straight rainouts. They were supposed to start in mid-March. So we should, I would think, have a good crowd. The weather, weather looks a lot better this weekend than it did a week ago, that's for sure. Blake, what are you most excited about for this year? I mean, obviously there's there's 14 teams that have committed to the the full-time slate. Obviously, you've got um, you know, a lot of familiar faces and, and familiar rides, but, um, you know, what kind of combinations jump out to you that you're, you're maybe most excited to kind of keep tabs on this year? I think there's a lot of unique storylines, Dylan, whether it be, you know, kind of the new guys with can Chris Windham and Kevin Thomas Jr. adapt to the wing and how long will it take them to settle into the wing? And then you look on the returning guys. We haven't had this many returning guys in a long time with the All-Stars, the, the continuity. So that's exciting to see. You know, can Tyler Corton keep the rain up? Can Justin Peck get in the mix? You know, last year he was pretty much in the mix and then had his concussion. They had to miss a weekend. So that kind of eliminated him out of the driver championship. But Book stayed in the owner points. And Corey Eliason proved that he he's going to be a front runner once again in the Redeem 26, already won in Florida. And then you look. You know, you look on the McGee side, that car's always been fast. Parker Price Miller, he's going through a lot, obviously, and we, we hope that he continues to be well enough to race. But I'm interested to see how he can do, how he can battle off. You know, he's going through chemo, and that's not easy to go through, I would imagine. I've never, you know, none of us have gone through that, thankfully. But Parker is battling hard and still in the race car. So I'm interested to see, you know, can he get a win? before midseason because that would be a very very cool storyline if he is able to get a win battling chemotherapy but I mean we've seen that car there's been six or seven guys in that car the last couple seasons and every time a new driver gets in it they're fast yeah and they've had a lot of speed already um you know yeah ran a couple races in florida and uh will be interesting to see what what happens that, that's one of the the earmark stories that i have uh the parker price miller story you mentioned uh Kevin Thomas Jr. and Chris Windham, you know, Chris Windham already a triple crown winner in USAC, not really much else, you know, to prove at the USAC ranks. I think it's a good move to come over and race a wing car. They, of course, Kevin Thomas Jr. and Windham both saw that you can adapt to those cars pretty well, at least if you're Tyler Courtney. Now, I think Tyler Courtney is probably, you know, a top five, one of the, you know, top five, top 10 race car driver in the world right now. Um, you know, but at the same time, you know, we saw some more speed from Wyndham at the, you know, at, at, at East Bay and, and KT has been good at a wing car in the past, you know, running that Buffalo Wild Wings car and, and everything else. I think, I think that there's a lot of talent in, in this year's pool of drivers, just from the returning guys, you know, with Schoenberg and, and Kyle Reinhardt and Bill Baylog, you know, really good core veteran race car drivers. And then um, some of these newcomers, I think it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun season. You look at last year, I think we finished the season with 11 drivers and 10 of our 11 guys won. We had 30 winners last year, which is the most different winners we've ever had in our series history dating back to 1970. So that's exciting. I was on a podcast the other day and we talked about the parody, the Ohio Dirt Track podcast about the amount of parody in sprint car racing across the entire board of 410s, whether at the local level, the all-stars, the outlaws, 
I think the equipment for everybody is so close right now that anybody can win. You look uh, a guy like Zeb Wise, last year they kind of rushed their program together to get off the ground. This year, you know, they're a little bit more established. They brought in Derek Miller, an established crew guy that's been in the sport for a long time and has been a crew chief, and he's working on the cars at the shop. So that's really going to help them and pair him with Wayne Pretty. So there are some cool storylines to follow along with, and I think it's going to be another another season much like last year where no one guy really dominates and picks up double-digit wins. I think we're going to see the wins leader, like Tyler Courtney was eight last year, right in that neck of the woods, and you're going to see a lot of guys contend for four or five wins this year. I forget who, Ty, I don't even remember who we were talking to about this the other day, but you bring up a good point, Blake, that, you know, these these traveling series like the All-Stars and, and even like the World of Outlaws, you know, where there is such a big commitment to getting up and down the road and you're running night in and night out, having the established crew to just get you through the routine of a race night and, and consecutive race nights is a huge part of what makes those teams successful. You know, I think you saw that with Claus and Marshall last year, like obviously Tyler is Tyler, but he had to have the crew, the right guys around him to just make things successful. So as somebody who, you know, has been in the sport for a long time, like yourself, um, I mean, what does it take? Like what, what kind of a hurdle or a challenge is it for these new teams like a Chris Windham or, or a Kevin Thomas Jr. who are used to traveling with USAC, which is obviously a challenge in itself, but it's a different challenge here, you know, going full-time wing racing, isn't it? It absolutely is. You talk about Tyler. He had that established crew with Jake and Luke and Balin. They kind of, much like a lot of the, the big crews that have been together for a long time, they just knew what they were doing right away. They didn't have to communicate much. <laughs> on race day on, hey, I need you to do this. Balin just went out, his did his job, Luke did his job. Then Jake could be in the trailer focused on getting shocks in line and little things like that. And I think that just lowers the pressure on everybody when everyone can just do their job and you don't have to maybe babysit a little bit. And the wing game's a lot different. There's a lot of similarities between a non-wing sprint car and a wing sprint car, but there's a lot of differences. And that's where, you know, they're bringing in, especially Wyndham, his crew, I think is a lot of the guys that are out on the non-wing side. So that adjustment will be maybe a little bit more than say Kevin Thomas Jr. that has Bob Curtis working on the car and Bob's been in the wing sprint car game for a long time. So he kind of knows the ins and outs of getting a wing car prepared. You guys know, you know, that the tests are going to be, we're in central Pennsylvania a lot and running in central PA is tough. When we go there, those guys are on their game. The locals are on their game, whether it's the all-stars rolling into town or the outlaws. So that's where, I think that's going to be the difference towards the back of the pack for us this year is how many of those, how many A mains can those guys make in central PA and can they sneak up and get a top 10 and have a good points night? For sure. Uh, you know, Pennsylvania is as strong as it gets uh, right now in sprint car racing. I know um, like I, I already mentioned, I think Courtney is a top five, top 10 uh, race car driver in the world. I think um, he can, you know, he probably feels like going into a season where he ran so well last year and then coming off a championship that, you know, the wins are just going to pile on this year. And I think they are, um, you know, you know, he's probably, you know, eventually going to make it to the world of outlaws and race with, you know, the, the greatest, you know, circuit on dirt. But at the same time right now, he's probably just as good as those guys running with your guys' series. That's a lot of good value for you guys. It is. And you look in central Pennsylvania and we talk about the emphasis and the points. I think, the way the points are, Justin Peck has a chance to do some damage because he's proven that he can win at all three of the big tracks in central Pennsylvania. He's obviously already won out there this year, 
but he can win at Williams Grove. He can win at Lincoln and he can win at Port Royal. And those are, you know, speed week is always a point where you can pull away. And last year, that was where exactly where Tyler Courtney kind of put a stamp on a championship. He pulled away during speed week, but we're in central PA so much. Maybe that's where Justin Peck can, can kind of up the ante a little bit and keep the pressure on. And Eliason can win out there. Sunshine, can he get a win at Lincoln Port or Williams Grove this year? That's kind of the question. That could be the difference in the championship. I really think this year we could go into the final weekend with three or four guys in the mix for a championship, which is pretty exciting. Now, watch as I say that. We'll go into the final weekend and it's going to be decided. But I wouldn't be surprised if we go into the final weekend with a couple guys in the, in the mix for a title. Well, and I, and I like that too, because, you know, just looking at the the names and, and kind of the point that you brought up too, you know, there are a lot of guys that now have a full season under their belts, either of wing racing or with the program that they were with last year, uh, like Justin and, and Zeb Wise and, and even a guy like Hunter Schoenberg, you know, it's like that, that kind of familiarity and comfort level goes a long way too. And, and, you know, Tyler certainly last year, uh, you know, kind of got his act together and, and pulled away, you know, in the middle of the season and there at the end. But I, I'm with you. I think there's a lot, there's enough guys now that are established and comfortable enough in the environment that they're in that I don't think it's going to be a runaway either. And that, and that's exciting. That's, that's what you, all you can hope for, right? It really is. And you look even on the McGee side, the returning car, I think it was big for them to get Parker in the car the last couple of races last year, just to kind of get that ball rolling towards this year. And They've raced a little bit, but as we said, I just think the the bigger hurdle for them is going to be Parker staying healthy and being able to continue to go what he's going through and still get in a race car. But they've proved, as we said earlier, that they can put someone in the car for a weekend and Kevin and Sammy can get said driver pretty comfortable pretty quick. I mean, they know what they're doing, so that's going to be enough to keep them in the mix. It's just I feel like the last couple of years I've said this every year going in, man, we've got the toughest group of guys we've ever had. And I, I feel it's the same case this year. You just, I think Tyler's the favorite just because of what he did last year, but I wouldn't be surprised to see someone else win the championship. There's so many guys that can slide in, take some races. You know, what can Baylog be returning to the same program? Cap Henry, Reinhardt, guys like that, that won last year. Can they pick up the ante and get a couple of wins this year? Speaking of wins, uh, Tim Schaefer has 67 of them. <laughs> and <laughs> with the all-stars and he's coming back uh full-time are you excited to see uh you know the steel city outlaw come back you know a former knoxville nationals winner has a lot of wins in ohio and know those knows those tracks well the thing is you don't need a you know big motors and you know big power and all the nicest stuff to win an ohio sprint week um, no you don't tim schieffer can do that absolutely can tim's a four-time series champion 67 wins he's won you know, you got the Mansfield $100,000 win, the Knoxville Nationals. He's won everywhere. He's 55 years young, and you he, he still races like, he, you know, like he's 30. So Schaefer, I think, is going to get multiple wins this year. It's fun. It, it's, you know, as I've gotten older, you guys appreciate it too. Like watching a guy like Schaefer, and a couple of years ago, we had Jack Hodgeshield run the whole deal. And it's just, it's pretty dang cool. Not to say that they're in the twilight years, but they really are. At 55 years old, you don't know how much longer you're going to see Tim Schaefer drive a sprint car. So that's that's pretty darn cool that we're going to see him go night in and night out with the All-Stars and toe-to-toe. And I think he'll be tough because you mentioned, in, especially in Ohio, you put him Attica Fremont, and there are not many more guys, there are not many tougher customers in that neck of the woods than a guy like Tim Schaefer. 
So that's cool. And I know we're going to see Dale Blaney quite a bit this year too. He's going to have a, I think 30 some odd race schedule this year. So that'll be fun too. Is he going it's to work cool with you guys? With... Oh. He'll be, I don't really know exactly what Dale's schedule is. I don't know if he even knows yet, but I know that he's going to be racing quite a bit. I, I haven't asked him, but I have to imagine when he got back in that car last year and then, and won at Sharon and then speed and then got back in rich farmer's car at the Lou Blaney and was running second with us and broke. I think that kind of relit the fire in him. He's like, you know, I still can do this. I could still can win races. So you might as well go win races. And, and I don't blame him one bit. And it's cool to have Dale around. I mean, he's the king of the all-stars. He's 137 time winner. I think that's the cool part too, about, you know, about the all-stars is that, you know, and like, and like, we kind of wondered at the end of last year, you know, would Sunshine go full-time outlaws? Would he come back to defend this all-star title? But I think the cool thing about the all-stars is that, yes, not only is it deep, you know, with this, you know, this kind of newer generation of, of, of talent, but you do have the guys that have been around a long time, you know, like a Tim Schaefer, like a Dale Blaney, and they will and can teach, you know, a lot of these kids things that they haven't learned yet. And it'll probably be a good experience for them, you know, for those guys that maybe are thinking about like Tyler, like taking the leap to the outlaws. Uh, they'll probably be quickly reminded that they don't know it all yet. And, and there's still things that they can learn, you know, running the all-stars. Absolutely. If I think if I'm a younger guy and I'm out in hot laps and we're at Attica Fremont Sharon, I'm tucking in behind a guy like Dale Blaney or Tim Schaefer and just watching what he does and trying to mimic, especially Dale at any of those three, Tim, especially at Attica Fremont, you're going to learn something and you can pick up something because those guys have been doing it at those tracks for three, four decades. And you know, especially you look at Dale at Sharon and it's, he's a machine at Sharon Speedway and we're there speed week. We're there for 12 grand to win in September, some big races there. So you're exactly right. It, it's a cool mix of the young guys and then these greats in our sport that are hall of famers that come back and, you know, the last couple of years of racing, they can get some good solid races in around Ohio, Western Pennsylvania, and sometimes that even out in central PA. Yeah, it's cool. Um, you know, guys like me who grew up watching those guys race, you know, the Greg Wilson's, the, 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 um, Tim Schaefer's, the Dale Blaney's, the Dave Blaney, you know, Dave Blaney won the outlaws yeah. last year. That was the cool, one of the coolest sprint car stories of the entire year, uh, last year, which was incredible uh, to see these guys still racing, um, is amazing. I know uh, I've been, well, we've been camping a lot up here in Michigan and our buddies are from Armada, big fans of um, Cecil and, and racing and, and the um, Blake's hard cider. Every time oh, we yeah. go camping, our cooler is filled with Blake's hard cider. We are huge fans. Triple of jam. Of, of, it's so good. Uh, it is. Especially the, the, the fall apple pie one. It's the best apple pie cider I've ever had. It is to die for. Um, it ma but, it but, makes my day when Brett Lane walks up to me after the races and hands me a triple jam or one of those because he knows I'm a huge fan of Lakeside Side of Triple Jam. So I'm telling good you, good post race uh, beer, Dylan. You gotta try it. It's so good. Uh, the the peach habanero or the mango habanero one's really good too. Um, they do like the seasonal ones. ones. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna go over there and tour. Uh, we're gonna go camping here at the end of the April and we're gonna camp Sorry, over there and. Yeah, it's, it's a cool place. But uh, Cap Henry won a few races last year, really good in Ohio too. Um, you know, I think I think just the the core group of guys that you guys got returning, 
and and you know with KT and Wyndham and and Par- even Parker uh his first time running full time uh with the, with the All Star um you know Scott um some of these guys that we you know the newer names the kid from Pennsylvania in the 07 yeah Bradley Howard he's been Bradley ran full time in 2016 I mean he's been around but he's partnering they got Todd Berkheimer working on the car and Todd is a, a well established crew chief so that's big and they've been running in Central PA so. I mean, Bradley Howard, he, he won a four, he won his first 410 race last year during Western PA Speed Week at Tri-City, a $3,000 payday. So every one of our guys is, is a name people are going to know in our sport, whether if they follow it. You know, even Scott Boguski that's won with ASCS and has been running ASCS the past couple of seasons. He's started to pick up some 410 stuff this spring, and obviously we're going to see him for 58 races here this year. Well, Mother Nature hasn't been uh, kind at all to us. No. I, I sat in Atlanta or just south of Atlanta <laughs> for a week, and then I sat in Daytona for a week and spent a lot of money at the – the um, what, what, what is that? Ocean what is that deck. Place? The ocean deck. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, he acts like he doesn't know, Dylan. Jeez. Yeah, right. I didn't see a I single know. sprint car all – I haven't seen a single sprint car in 2022 yet. I've only yeah, shot – You didn't come over to East Bay. Yeah, because I saw the USAC midget race. He was too busy spending money at the ocean deck. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. well, he's making, you know, as we talked before we started recording, you know, six-figure guy. Yeah, six-figure, yeah, six-figure paycheck. Yeah, right. Don't you? Yeah, right. I wish. Uh, <laughs> shout out, Chaz. Uh, <laughs> no, but weather not kind so far this year. Well, it's but- you, clearly. Well, to, to me, the two and, times we've raced this year, you weren't there. So maybe Dylan, we need to make the call and ban Tyler from the All Stars for the foreseeable future. Yeah, you probably wouldn't have to twist anybody's arm too hard for that. No, I guarantee. You, if I went down to Walt's office and said, "Hey, what do you think about suspending Burnett from our races this year?" I don't think I would have to twist his arm very much, especially because <laughs> especially because every time Burnett's at an All Star race, Wallace has to fill up tires with air and. Burnett's got ketchup streaking down the back of his car from him throwing a hot dog out the car the night before. Wow. The one time I was standing on the back stretch at Attica and I got yelled at by security. Yeah. We're like, oh, let's just have you lunch. (laughs) It's probably going to do more damage to the car if they hit him. (laughs) So Attica, 4-15, 4-16, April 15th and 16th. It is Easter weekend, but we are celebrating it by watching sprint cars. Uh, a better way six, to celebrate. I know. 6,000 win both nights. Uh, then you guys, what, you go to Pennsylvania? Yeah, we got Bloomsburg. What do we got that weekend? We got Bloomsburg, Williams Grove, and Port Royal that weekend. And then we're back in the following week. We're back through western Pennsylvania and through the state of Ohio with Bedford, Lernerville, Sharon, Waynesfield. So, busy month. Oh, Waynesville. I got to get to that race. That's my home yeah. track. We got Waynesfield at the end of the month. I think that might be May. That might be into May. It is. It's May. It's May first or May first. Okay. I didn't realize that you guys were going to Waynesfield before Ohio Sprint Week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shane Helms is doing a great job there. I'll have to be going to that one for sure on May first, and then my home track now I ninety six Speedway. Yeah. In Lake Odessa, really good, really good racetrack. Courtney got his first All Star win there last year, and then. You got to buy that place with your six-figure salary. It's up for sale. <laughs> right. 8500 to win at I-96. Yeah, Mace Thomas Memorial, guy that, I mean, a guy that I learned a lot about last year that 
He owned the car that won the first Williams Grove National Open and kind of a legend throughout Michigan that a lot of people didn't realize, but a cool trophy there. I mean, the guy that the gentleman that promotes it, he brings it this massive trophy out that you basically need a forklift to get onto the racetrack. So it's it's pretty cool, a little race. Then the next night, uh, Juliet, Dylan and I went to went to Juliet one one year. I'm pretty sure that that was the night that Larson was kicked off. What happened? He got uh, disqualified because Silva left the work area to go talk to Tyler under open red. And then, and then, and there was like a war going on between Larson and Reitzel, uh, one yeah. of the best races of the year. And then it was like three in the morning, and I was like, I'm, yeah, I'm it was a late one. Boy, we've had some interesting races there. We raced there. 2018 it was literally the hottest spot in the entire world that day was Joliet, illinois we had the weather channel on it It was 116 degrees and they said the hottest spot in the entire world is Joliet, illinois like yeah you could the old saying of crack it fry an egg on the concrete you could have that day it was excruciatingly hot i remember briscoe raced the xfinity race i think that day and was going to run the sprint car that night got over ran fired the sprint car off and i can't do this i am exhausted yeah that was it was we've had some interesting races there too t-bone said that after just driving over from the xfinity race i I know right i was there you know he wasn't walking in his rental car i was there he had to to get out and get a beer just because he was so exhausted from the drive the five minute drive (laughs) the five minute drive if i do you blame him i mean look at him i mean the guy works hard and then if you're planning out your memorial day uh of course you must go to the Wiker at Port Royal Speedway. Um, you know, I've been to what three Tuscarora fifties now too. Um, and everyone says the Wiker's just as big as far as a party. It is. Uh, it is. Um, it's what two ten thousand dollar to win races. And then, uh, yeah, we got Williams Grove for 10 on Friday, then 10 on Saturday at Port and then 29 on Sunday. It's a lot of money, my friends. That's, it is 50. I mean, basic 49 grand essentially 50 grand up for up for grabs that weekend in three races and we can't let the posse win it we gotta God, i hope not i mean logan <laughs> wagner has been tough there lately obviously won the 50 and he's won the last two weeks at i Ford, hope not so. you're putting your name on that <laughs> no i'm saying I, i'm saying he's been the guy to beat right now up there so we'll see i mean a lot i didn't know you had a pa posse rivalry going on here i know the outlaws they hate them but we can beat them and we have beat them a lot the last couple of years. So it's not as not as balanced or unbalanced as it's been in the past. The last couple of years, our guys have gone in there and taken some money. Mm-hmm. So hopefully. Plus, it's always fun to beat Earl, you know, whether it's in sports in general or at Fort Drinking Royal. beer or whatever, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and your brother. That's enough. That's I wish enough. Dylan could come and just experience. I know. Earl. Port Royal is so much fun. I'm telling you guys, like, I don't have beers will be there. I don't have more fun during the year than at Port Royal. Like every there's, there's the spot after the race, you know, we probably shouldn't tell everybody this, but like, you know, when the race is over, there's a spot you go to and, and, you know, drink with Steve and, uh, you know, beers, he's always there. If he ever shows up and Dylan, I still can't believe this to this day. Jill does the trophy. She's still, tells tyler to this day if you need a place to stay you can stay with me and i just tell her every time jill do you know what you're getting yourself into you don't want to open that can of worms no like that's the only tough part about port royal is it's an hour drive to a hotel it is 
but yeah, you know, bring the I, I want to bring the camper down there so bad. That'd be that'd be a blast. Can you imagine Anyways. that happens, Dylan? I can't be. A, I don't want to be a be a big weekend. <laughs> Poor sap that gets stuck parking next to Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you want to stick around here for the Sun Dollar Restoration Hat Shakes of the Week? Yeah, let's let's do it. Brought to you by Sun Dollar Restoration. Uh, Jason and Kim, they'll hook you up with some brand new roofs. Uh, you know, you'll get with your insurance company. Water, fire, mold, restoration damage are based in Carmel, Indiana. They also are, you know, with Zeb Wise and, and Chad and, and, and Wayne Pretty and those guys over there at the 10 car and are looking for, forward to a good season. I know we were talking about Zeb and, and their, um, you know, season last year. They came out hot in May winning the Rudine, a $26,000 to win a sprint car race, you know, the biggest of Zeb's career by far, maybe the BC 39. Um, depends on you weigh prestige or money, but $26,000 yeah. uh, at Kokomo Speedway. And then they, you know, had some growing pains throughout the summer, a lot of big crashes. Uh, we saw the one at Grandview, uh, the one where he flipped into a creek out, you know, it wasn't that in the Midwest. Uh, you know, there was, there was some nasty ones, but then they got back on the horse and won at Attica uh, in September and are going to be a threat uh, to win at Attica this upcoming weekend and going forward. Who's, who's our hat shakes, boys? Our sun-dollar hat shakes. We only got nine minutes and 40 seconds left to go in this thing because I cannot pay for the upgrade. Jason, sun-dollar restoration. Jason, upgrade. will you pay for our – will you please pay for our Zoom upgrade? We Every Zoom week pros. we can only use 40 minutes. We can upgrade to unlimited and have longer shows. Uh, if you upgrade our Zoom meetings, because I can't afford it. What is it, like six bucks? Probably. They're making six figures. Spend some of that moldy money. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not making six figures. Let's okay. clear that up, by the way. Dylan, my, go wife, ahead. my wife would be a lot happier with me if I was making six figures. Uh, <laughs> who's, who's our ad shakes? <laughs> I'm going to give mine to Brady Bacon um, for nearly winning the World of Outlaw race uh this past weekend led i think nine laps and then had a tire blow come into the white so uh shattered dreams for the macho man almost almost got that elusive outlaw win but uh in his first race in the the hink 21h wing car so um hopefully they'll uh they'll be in contention again and maybe get them one before the end of the year mine was going to be brady bacon but because he didn't bring out the yellow, he, he, you know, classy move by him to keep rolling and keep that feature going. And I think saved a lot of teams, potentially a lot of money there on blowing tires and maybe some more damage, but I guess, so I'll have to change it. I'll go to stay in that same tune that you went with, but I'll go Jacob Allen. I mean, pretty darn cool to see him pick up an outlaw win, his second career outlaw win. And it's always emotional seeing him. And that's a guy that just, there are a few guys that exemplify being an outlaw more than Jacob. He just, does more with less than anybody he's been so fast this year too all night long up until the features and the features he's kind of faded so it's cool to see him kind of kick that door in and get that victory so my sun dollar restoration hat shake is jacob allen i'm muted wow good ones those are good ones yeah the the whole brady bacon thing i i uh, didn't watch um what was that the outlaw race that yeah. was the outlaw race he was about to win correct yep. yeah yeah and then I, and I i saw gibson's tweet though johnny gibson's tweet about um him being a team player 
I wouldn't have done that. There's no way I was doing that. Uh, it's, <laughs> you're about to beat the outlaws. Like, come on now. Put it, make everybody else have tire issues. You know, you know the drill. Like, see if you can get back through the field. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but you know, Brady is a is an awesome guy. Uh, we were going to have we were uh, well, we might here soon. Hopefully, have Justin Sanders on the show. Uh, he would be a good hat shake. He and um, the fifty seven car uh, swept the weekend out in California. Uh, really good at shoe uh, racing out west. Um, I know you mentioned Jacob Allen, you know, Logan Wagner winning back to back at Port Royal. That's, that's a, a good one. Uh, I haven't given my hat shake away yet, Dylan. So don't, don't give me shit. Your, your hat's flying all over the place here. Kofoy he beat, beat the PA posse uh, at Lincoln. That was, that was he's, big. He's going to run out of time, Dylan. He's <laughs> before he gets to his hat shake. Yeah. He's complaining about not being too poor to afford the zoom pro. And he's the one that's, wasting time well blake took mine i thought he was just gonna go with well, uh, dylan took Brady. mine so i mean you gotta play you, you gotta know you're going last you gotta have a couple guys in the you know a couple bullets in the chamber t-bone <laughs> uh mine's gonna go to the 14 drivers signed up to run the all-star series yes that's there you go he's got 14 hats <laughs> <laughs> sun dollar restoration to the entire uh line up for the flow you know not the flow racing all-stars anymore the tezos all-stars uh before we get out of here who's going to be on our dirt draft team we we are are are, you know our our friends at dirt draft uh you can play along at dirtdraft.com they're they're incredible uh games to play i'm I'm really you know excited to continue the all-stars championship hunt that i have going on heavy lunch on dirtdraft.com um, D Welch has still yet to sign in, even though he was given an account. Um, <laughs> his name is D Welch. His name is D Welch or something. I don't know what it is, but mine's heavy lunch. Uh, who, so who, who would you have? Uh, you're out. Okay. So I mentioned it last night to the dirt draft guy or, um, the Ohio dirt guys that I really think this weekend, the all-stars are going to run extremely well. I think the all-star guys are going to be a ticket, whether you can get some of the guys a little bit more expensive or get some of the guys that are a little cheaper, just because no one in that Northwest Ohio region has raced yet outside of Trey Jacobs and Cole Macedo. They've each run out in central Pennsylvania for one race. So I think the all-star guys, because most of our guys have raced five, six, seven races are going to come in and they've got the well-oiled machine rolling. So even a guy like a Bradley Howard might be a little bit of a steal. He's got a couple of races in it, a Kevin Thomas Jr., Scott Baguski. But I think, you know, Justin Peck, he's one at Attic. I think that that's a pretty solid pick. Justin Peck, Zeb Wise are both pretty solid picks to maybe get a win this weekend. And obviously you can't roll out the rest of the gang. But I think those two will win at least one race this weekend. I think, yeah, I, we got to see what the prices are. But I think Peck's probably going to be more of a value. Um, well, not necessarily a value. He might be actually be the second highest uh, behind Courtney. Yeah. Um, but Courtney Wise might be the value. Sneakily, Courtney hasn't won at Attica. Uh, and I, I think he has a, a maybe a top five, but not, you know, hasn't really contended for a win. Um, Zeb, you know, second in the spring last year. Uh, I agree with you. I think the all stars are going to be a, a, just a, a tad better because they ran in Florida. They're they're up to snuff. Their stuff's already been run. Last, and last year, we swept the top 10. So. Race look at some all-star guys, maybe like a Reinhardt who's going to be a value pick Schoenberg too. runs well there. Schoenberg, yep. 100%. Dylan, do you have any input? I think you guys covered it. Covered it. Dirtdraft.com. Probably about out of time because of Tyler's nine-minute hat shake. 
playatdirtdraft.com. Also, USAC going to Atomic for a six grand to win non-wing sprint car race. Um, Ooh, play- USAC and Atomic. I actually I have to keep going with it's the USAC be, title. It's going to be too. good. Uh, going to be good. I won the first night. I parked it uh, the first night of the USAC National Sprint Car Series. Buddy Kofoid going from like what I think twenty first to second or something uh, on the first night saved my night. But I got to keep going. The next night I was like a thousand out of a thousand. So not uh, about on speed, right? Dylan? About batting five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, like I said, presented by Quick Pits and QuickPits.com. It's your one-stop shop for over 350,000 parts and accessories. And the brands you have demand, truck, Jeep, auto, ATV with fast, free shipping to your door. Use promo code FLOWSPORTS at checkout. Blake, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, we'll see you at Attica. And thank you for joining episode 76. Thanks for the warning and thanks for having me, guys. Later. Oh, uh, thanks, Blake. Always fun joining you guys. I have a good time.